Welcome to your found family podcast where we don't just have a heart to heart, we connect soul to soul. I'm your host, Lizzie, a certified coaching practitioner who found family outside of blood family. In our found family, you are accepted and assured that you are not alone. Subscribe and tune in for educational and empowering soul chats with women from all over the world, talking about well-being, personal growth and development, and mental and emotional health. Today is the first Wednesday of May, and May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I wanted to start off this month by talking about five ways to live your life feeling fulfilled. You want it so badly, right? That fit body, a partner in crime, to be Insta-famous, to have the most glamorous feed, or to finally have the guts to start that business that you've always dreamed of. You spend so much time future tripping, focusing on these things, and probably then some, things that you don't have right now. So you get frustrated, you get angry, and you get discouraged. How many hours a day do you spend future tripping? How much energy do you consume every day saying mean things to yourself? Stop searching for external things. You will literally exhaust yourself mentally and physically to the point of panic attacks, increased anxiety, and depression. It's really scary to search inward, but I'm telling you, especially from experience, that it's definitely the answer. You gotta spend time with you first. And as a quick exercise before you listen to this episode, I want you to take a moment to look at your reflection either in a mirror or on your screen phone. Look at yourself in the eyes. Smile and say out loud, I love you and I'm here for you. You're a resilient, strong, and incredible woman. I'm ready to meet you and I'm ready to become besties again. The first way to live your life feeling fulfilled is to reflect on things that you're grateful for. Now, gratitude is a word that gets thrown around a lot, and sometimes it's a word that can make us think, well, you know what, this shit works for other people, but it's not for me. Or, oh, I swear to God, if I hear the word gratitude one more time, I'm going to lose it. And if you've thought these words before, you're not alone. Unless you really understand what gratitude can do for you. It's just a word. So I challenged myself to start a gratitude journal at the beginning of this year, and each day I would wake up and list up to three things that I was grateful for that morning. It could either have been things that I was grateful for the day before, like crossing things off my to-do list, kicking ass in a meeting, or even learning something new. Or it could be things that I was grateful for that morning. So the sunshine, sleeping in an extra 10 minutes, or the plans that would be coming up later in that day. And to be honest, the first two or three days, I didn't really feel any different. It was nice to think more empowering and uplifting thoughts, but it didn't really feel like much had changed in my mindset. But by day four, I realized that I felt more present and more motivated. I realized on a deeper level that by spending more time throughout the course of my day, focusing on things that I was grateful for, I felt like I was raising the volume, so to speak, 
on the endorphins in my brain. It felt like I was tuning into a radio station that made me feel more alert, alive, and fulfilled. The second is to identify which human need you're trying to satisfy. We all have six basic human needs. The need for certainty, the need for uncertainty, or in other words, variety, love and connection, significance, growth, and contribution. So we can either fulfill these needs in empowering ways or disempowering ways. And the vehicle that we choose sets the tone for our mindset. So I'll share an example. If your primary human need is the need for love and connection, and your primary way to fulfill this need is to have a friends with benefit type of relationship with multiple people, but deep down you're terrified of actually being in a relationship, well, this is more disempowering than empowering. A more empowering way to fulfill your need for love and connection is to join groups to meet people who are like-minded and who love and accept you as you are, to form stronger connections with those in your life, and or to spend time learning how to love and connect with you. Find out which top two human needs you're craving, and then ask yourself, well, how am I trying to fulfill this need? Is this helping me feel empowered Or is this making me feel disempowered? And once you've identified your human needs and how you meet them, you can then focus more of your time, energy, and attention doing things that make you feel good, which will help you to live your life feeling more fulfilled. In parallel, very similar to the importance of discovering your human needs, it's equally important to discover your self-love language. They are... Words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, and gift giving. If you don't know what your self-love language is, I want to invite you to take a self-assessment quiz on my website to find out. You can find this quiz under the More tab on my website, elizabethvibes.wixsite.com services, and the link is going to be in the description of this episode. The more that you learn about yourself, what you like, what you don't like, what you desire, and what sets your soul on fire, the more fulfillment you'll feel and experience every day. Without this knowledge and self-awareness, you will continue to feel like there's something missing in your life. Once you've identified your self-love language, here are some ways that you can show yourself some love. Let's say that your love language is words of affirmation. What you can do is create or recite a mantra such as, I love and accept myself fully, or I am worthy, or I am enough. You can journal and you can write yourself love notes. Feel free to write these on sticky notes. You can tack them onto your mirror in the morning while you're putting on your makeup. You can tack it on your at-home workstation, literally put these notes everywhere and anywhere to show yourself love. If your love language is physical touch, you can give yourself a massage. There's definitely lots of products out there that can help make this possible. You can incorporate workouts to your daily routine, or you can even establish a skincare routine. 
For quality time, try out a guided meditation. Take yourself out on a date and treat yourself. And right now, since we are, of course, quarantined, you can get yourself all dolled up, pull out the super cute dress that you were you know, planning on wearing next weekend or, you know, something that you've planned on wearing a previous summer and just didn't have the courage or the guts to do it, pull that dress out, girlfriend, and wear it with pride. Get yourself all dolled up. If you are into makeup, go all out. If you're into doing your hair and makeup and or nails, whatever it is that makes you feel comfortable, do that for yourself and take yourself into another room. You can light yourself a candle, have dinner, you know, treat yourself to a movie, like whatever it is, you can be creative and take yourself out on a date even while you're quarantined. So don't let us being quarantined stop you from spending this time with yourself. You can also spend time reading, drawing, coloring, or self-reflecting. For acts of service, you can spend time decorating your home, like your at-home office, your bedroom, your shelves. You can spend time cleaning or delegating um, and even therapy. Of course, again, while we're quarantined, there are still ways in which you can schedule therapy sessions either through the phone or various apps and you can, you know, text people, email people, therapists. Um, so definitely want to encourage you this month, especially to reach out to a mental health professional, reach out to life coaches, reach out to, you know, anyone that is in the space of helping. And if you feel like what you're going through would be best for a mental health professional, I want to encourage you for that. And of course, if you are looking to achieve goals or if you're looking to increase your self-confidence, your um, self-awareness, your communication skills, your relationship, feel free to reach out to a coach. I, of course, am a certified personal development coach and I am here to assist during these challenging times. I've been uh, sharing, you know, free content on my Twitter, on my LinkedIn, on my blog, um, and I've also been putting together some free workshops and webinars. So be sure to be on the lookout. There's actually a group on my website uh, where all of the upcoming events are going to be posted. So do not be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to really spend this time that we have at home to get to know yourself better. For acts of service, well, we already talked about that. Decorate your home office, your bedroom, your shelves. Right. So that acts of service can be any form of doing something that makes you feel happy. For me, decorating is definitely something that brightens my day. I love having different things at my desk that I can pull out, you know, like sticky notes, colored pencils, colored pens, highlighters. I have sticky notes everywhere. I have things like little cork boards in front of me. So just leave yourself room to give yourself some service. And for gift giving, 
You know, buy yourself some cute new undies, some bras, some PJs, invest in books and courses, makeup, clothes, crafts, literally anything. I know that it's really challenging time, especially for those of us who are furloughed or unemployed. You know, money and budget is super tight. But since this is the beginning of the month, if you are able to do some budget control for this month, and even if it's like $20 to go spend on Amazon to buy yourself something nice, treat yourself. Another way that you can live your life feeling fulfilled is to cut yourself some slack because you're doing the best that you can. So quit beating yourself up and be patient with yourself expectations are placed on us every single day and we feel the weight of expectations by others in our lives as well as by our own selves. So reflect for a moment. Who expects the most from you? And what are his or her expectations? How do these expectations make you feel? If the answer is that these expectations make you feel weighed down, guilty, angry, or not worthy, drop them. Visualize the expectations as rocks in your backpack. And even if you want to close your eyes and use this as a guided meditation, close your eyes for a moment and envision that you're wearing this backpack full of rocks and they're heavy, right? They're weighing on your shoulder. They hurt. You just want to take the backpack off and take a break. So now picture yourself taking the backpack off, opening up the zipper, picking up the rocks one by one and calling them out by name. One rock could be getting straight A's. Another rock, be perfect for my mother. Another, say yes to helping everyone at all times. Go through all the rocks that you have in your backpack and take them out. Now picture yourself leaving the rocks in a pile in front of you and fill your backpack up with the things that make you happy and light instead. Picture yourself walking around and picking up what you find around you. Maybe there are flowers around and these flowers can represent making your own decisions and owning your power. Maybe you keep walking, you see a tree, and there's fruit on the tree. And these fruit, this fruit can represent saying no to something that you really don't want. Fill yourself up with this self-love and remind yourself that you can unload and reload your backpack however you want and whenever you want. And the fifth is to set boundaries for yourself. The more decisions that you make for yourself, the more you will trust yourself, honor your time, and appreciate yourself. My mom controlled every decision for me as I was growing up. What to wear to school, what to eat and how to eat, who to hang out with. I mean, the list goes on. I didn't know how to set boundaries for myself, so I allowed her to run the show for me. She was the CEO, the producer, the script writer, and the makeup artist. And a lot of the times I felt helpless and powerless, and this went on until I was 25 years old. And one day, specifically April 23rd, 2016 to be exact, I told myself, I no longer care what my mother thinks of me. I'm done trying to be someone I'm not. 
I'm done trying to impress. And yes, this is a direct word-for-word quote from my notes in my phone from that day. Something shifted in me that day. Something woke me up. I went through all of the above exercises that I just mentioned, one through four, and learned more about myself and finally decided to take over the script. I fired the producer, I found stronger lead actors to complement my story, and I made myself the star in the way that I wanted her to shine. And I set boundaries for myself. So, it's time that you set yourself free. It's time for you to get to know yourself, to fall deeper in love with yourself, and to be besties. What are you waiting for? You have this power too. So go out there and live your most fulfilled life. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and tune in next week for a new topic. To help spread the good vibes, please share this episode with friends and family, or if you share on social, be sure to tag me at Coach Lizzie.